know, I've been swimming in films. <laughs> swimming in films. I, I got my, my letterbox review, and it said, dude, you're watching way too many movies. It's basically what it said. I think it was 15 this week. Um, wow. Well, and, and that, that's the thing is I, I had an illness, had to take prednisone, so I can't really affect your concentration. Um, so movies are actually pretty good for that. Um, and in fact, they you want them to be kind of light, not very serious movies. Mm-hmm. I, I watched Beavis and Butthead do America. I was about to say, <laughs> what have you been watching? <laughs> yeah. And I watched Marx Brothers, which uh, I watched the first one. And it was so bad. <laughs> they were just figuring things out. And the yeah. Mae West stuff, which we'll get into. Um, but what, what about you? What, what have you been up to? Um, you know, I didn't watch anything, really. Not not a lot. Um, you know, it, we've had, we traveled to see family uh, in Chattanooga uh, for Christmas. And, you know, it's just been a lot of, you know, I've got an 11-year-old. So, you know, mm-hmm. she's on break right now and kind of just hanging out with her. And so... You know, we watched some of the standard Christmas stuff. We watched The Grinch and, um, you know, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and uh, Rudolph and, you know, uh, Year Year Without Santa Claus. All the, like, old Rankin Bass uh, TV specials, that kind of stuff, you know. Um, And we've just been kind of doing our usual we came home the day after christmas and it's been like you know putting up all the new things that you know we got for christmas and mm-hmm. you know we finding typically room. yeah finding room <laughs> we'd usually do like a, a mini purge and then i'm i'm working on setting up like a little sewing corner next to my computer desk because ellie is uh we just she did sewing classes this past week. That was part of her Christmas oh, nice. gift. So huh, we, cool. you know, it's like that kind of stuff we've been we've been doing. So I have to yeah, think of, are there any, any sewing movies we could uh, recommend mm. to Ellie? Phantom um, Thread. It's not. It's oh not, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, not collection. Sewing, but sewing on mushroom <laughs> movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, yeah. And in fact, the reason I've been home alone uh, is because we were going to be in nine days in Miami right now. Uh, I thought we yeah. booked that. And uh, good thing we canceled that puppy. Yeah. So instead, uh, just hanging out and watching films, which frankly, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of, Miami's great, but <laughs> I'm kind of fine with I would with not want to, you know, we're, not so right I hope now, everybody yeah. who's listening is safe and mm-hmm. uh, hope you all got your vaccines and you're boosted and yep. you're being careful because we want you to be with us in 2022. Yep. For uh, whatever great, shit great show it's going to be, you know, I don't want to go through it alone. I know, Aaron, you don't want to either. So everybody exactly. take care of yourself, take care of your friends and family so that we can maybe have some kind of return to normal next year. That would I'm, be nice. I'm, I'm optimistic. I think it's going to be better. But um, but yeah, we are definitely fi- finishing 2021 on a very, very sour note. So we have a super a, sour a, note. Massive spike in, in COVID, which I don't want to talk about. <laughs> no, uh, but, but we anyway, found out t- yeah. how we're ending this shit show of a year is the beloved Betty White passed away today at the age of 99. She's like a couple days off from turning 100. I know. And she just seemed like she was never going to die. I know. And, and she's and, gone. Know, 
And we just found this out like right before we started recording. And so yeah. we haven't read anything or processed it. I, I'm looking at my devices. I'm getting like notifications all over the place. Yeah. Um, and we know Betty's not. We, we were we actually had to think for a second. Aaron asked, you know, I don't think she's in the collection. I was like, <laughs> no, she's not. Um, but I searched you know, and it, Betty Blue came up. You got Betty Blue. <laughs> Yeah, nope. she's definitely not Betty Blue. <laughs> no, so you know, I uh, but she's an icon, and yeah. and uh, I think I think we so you know what, pour one out for Betty White tonight, people. Yeah, yeah, I'm, respect her. The thing is, she's just been on social media like all week because she's about to turn a hundred. I, I think there was something with her and a younger actor, and she made a comment that he was too young for. Her. <laughs> I, 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 so it's like, yeah, out of nowhere, I'm so. Yeah, that's that's sad. Yeah, but hopefully twenty twenty two. You know, I, I don't want to get too into the um, end of the, the pandemic, but um, you know, listeners of the show might have heard when I had my dad on. I think it was earlier this year, um, and he talked about COVID, and he actually uh, knows the South African people researching Omicron, and he thinks that it's going to peak fast and um, and get better. So, I think let's watch some movies in January, maybe get some takeout. And uh, support our local yeah. restaurants, and um, and then I, I'm thinking February, March, things will be yeah. like last February and March. Yeah. So here's hoping. But yeah. anyway, we we are recording on New Year's Eve, and we kind of this was kind of just like an impulse recording. We we really just wanted to, you know, I guess take stock of the year and celebrate. And uh, you know, Jill, it's your first year on the show. Well, actually. It's only been a few months. I checked. I was yeah. surprised at how, how short it's been, but um, but it, you know, it's been been great. And we we kind of put together our top films, and we'll talk about that, and um, and we'll just talk talk about all sorts of stuff. So yeah. um, well, I guess we could start with the Criterion Cast episode. Uh, it was your first time on that, yeah. the best of the year, and I got a. This was so funny. Like right before we started recording, you said, "Wait a minute." I'm the only girl here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, Jill? You've only, there's no, no, no girls on the show. You were the first, <laughs> you were the first lady, literally, of Criterion Cast. So. Which is, like, um, great. And also, you know, I love all the guys on Criterion Cast, but we, we need some more ladies up in here. Yeah, we, we, we don't want to tokenize you, Jill. <laughs> um, so, but, you know, I, like I said, I love, I, love all the, I love all the guys doing their thing. But, uh, you know, invite more ladies to come on and, uh, and mm-hmm. uh, talk on your shows. And, you know, I, 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 was, I was honored to be uh, part of the group. It's a great group of guys. And it was, it was a really nice conversation. And, you know, David did a... A really good job yeah. uh, with it, and yeah, uh, it was a yeah, lot of patrons, fun. Patrons, listen to the unedited version, and, 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 and <laughs> he, and, I mean, yeah, what a it job! Was a it was, it yeah. was a puzzle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think we've been very good about um, getting, uh, you know, different types of people, uh, d- yeah. diverse guests, um, and, and actually, that's going to continue. Um, I, and it's not 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 that we've been trying to check boxes. It's just people we're interested in, and um, yeah. And so, and yeah, so it's been great. We'll talk about that some. Um, of course, the three, the three uh, titles of the year is it's tough to narrow down. So I could probably do twenty, but it, it was quite a year. Um, yeah, I, 
I still haven't finished watching all of them. I but I've watched watched most. <laughs> a lot of mine are still in plastic because I'm terrible. But like, <laughs> you know, I it was a really great year for for you know the collection and um I mean it was a terrible year. But well, terrible, um, yeah, generally terrible. <laughs> it year. was a terrible but year, good year, but for the, but a the good collection. year for for the collection and the, you know me being on the show, uh, mm. being asked to be co-host was definitely one of the few bright spots this year so um, likewise thank you for having me is, is this the time we, we start crying <laughs> yeah well, this is this is the uh the confessional part of the episode <laughs> but it's been a big year i mean we got 4k i just watched the red shoes in 4k i mm-hmm. we're both both huge pal and pressburger fans and yeah my word that ballet sequence in 4k you know, I'm I've sure got, I'm I've sure. got to snag it. I haven't gotten it yet, so I've got some. It's good yeah. gift card but, money. I'm I may snag it soon. What's funny is like it kind of ramps up. I mean, you, you've seen the movie, so you know mm-hmm. it's it, you know it's always beautiful and there's always great sets and cinematography. But the Technicolor doesn't really get magical until the actual ballet, right? So it, I I was like first, uh, it just kind of seems like the same thing. But um, but then that sequence started and. I mean, that sequence, just in general, takes you away. But uh, but yeah, Red mm-hmm. Shoes is probably one of the finest 4Ks. But yeah, you um, I, I was super honored you were into the show. And I remember when you joined, you were in a little bit of a rut. And I remember you yes. wrote about it for, uh, you talked about it here a little, and you wrote more over at the, um, the Classic Film Collective. And mm-hmm. um, and I, ho- I hope that this has given you a little more energy and enthusiasm to um, to kind of pull yourself out of that rut. And yeah, it film, has. Film it it yeah. has definitely. I'm not where I want to be in terms of totally where I want to be. Um, you know, I didn't watch as much as I wanted to, um, but I do feel I do feel better than I did, you know, <laughs> um, earlier this year. And I this the show is giving me a reason to kind of stay loose and a little more on top of things um, because I was getting sucked down into, you know, more, uh, we'll just call them current events than (laughs) uh, being, you know, more detached and kind of, you know, doing things that I love. And, And the one thing that like, I look back and it just pisses me off is like the, the last two years, like, perfect opportunity for me to like get some writing done on some of my projects work on my book and I did very little and Mm -hmm. so I've kind of beaten myself up over that a little bit but then was reminded that you know it wasn't like I was sitting around doing I mean like we've been through a really traumatic yeah you've been a mom yeah right and it's been very it's been very difficult um, to go through all of this and then have to go through it. I mean, regardless of being a parent, it's hard. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, all of no, this has I... been very hard. And then having to, you know, kind of navigate that with a child and mm-hmm. to kind of explain uh, all the really awful things that have happened and so it's just been very draining and i've i found myself 
just sitting a lot. And, you know, we've talked about this before. I just did a lot of sitting and staring at the wall or, you know, putting the TV on and just watching like the Roku screen (laughs) do the screensaver thing, you know? Yeah. I've done the same. Or turn on something mindless, you know? Right. Right. I've I've watched a lot of sports that I'm not really interested in just to have something. I mean, I watched... I probably watched, you know, I love baseball. You know this. Oh, I probably yeah. <laughs> watched 99% of the games, the Braves games this year, and that's a lot of games. Yeah, we, so, were, we were in simpatico during that, yeah, that time. Yeah, so I do, but this did give me a reason to kind of pull myself out a little bit. And so mm-hmm. what I'm really looking forward to I, I, i'm not great about resolutions and like personal resolutions that mm-hmm. usually the way i frame it is okay well i've got a couple you know to do list items or you know i don't really set goals um it's more of you know i'm gonna organize my desk or i'm gonna i'm gonna paint my room or it's more of that kind of thing but um i do want to kind of go into this next year being a little more focused on taking the time, uh, not as a chore, but taking the time to, to watch more movies. Um, and kind of right now I'm going through my collection and I, I've rearranged it for the umpteenth time. I've, I've, uh, started the dreaded process of putting non boutique, um, releases into discs, disc sock sleeves, which is Mm. kind of killing me, but we have a space limitation. And so I'm seeing kind of like seeing what I have again and going, Oh, I love that. Or I need to rewatch that. And so I'm hoping that that combined with our show here, um, you know, I get more into it. There's a lot I want to watch. So, yeah, there's there's a lot to be said for escapism uh, during tr- yeah. tr- troubled times. So um, and and hopefully things will improve and it'll be easier yeah. to uh, to uh, get to that escapism. But yeah. no, I'm I'm glad you're here and I I hear all the time uh, pu- publicly and privately how amazing you are and um, and and also I, I we we established this really early on how much we compliment each other yeah. and, and I think that's really going to come out when people see our t- our best films. Mm-hmm. I think yours are probably going to be you know, <laughs> whenever, which, however, uh, the sexiest Cary Grant's ever been, or or Freddie. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Um, but I, there's there's definitely going to be some overlap. But um, but we'd have different focus areas, and so I, you bring that classic Hollywood history, um, and people call that out. They love that aspect. Um, I I bring more of the global, um, international. Mm-hmm. Not that, but we both, you know. It's not like we're neophytes with foreign But I would rather, you know, I think it's wonderful that, I mean, as much as I want, you know, I want to watch more international cinema. Mm -hmm. um, But, you know, my love is always going to be on old Hollywood. And that's that's Mm -hmm. where that is my, that's me. Yeah. Yeah. And so I like the fact that we, you know, we like the same things, but then Mm -hmm. we have our, you know, we specialize in different areas. And so I think that's what makes it so interesting. It, it, sometimes it gets boring if everybody knows the same thing. So it's good to have a different perspective. (laughs) 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, 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 and there will be times where you will watch international films because of the show, and there'll be mm-hmm. other times that I'll talk about international films that you'll never see. <laughs> That's, okay. That's right. Although I, the stuff you talk about, I, 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 there's a good chance I'll see those. I, I don't I, know. I there may have, be some really, really deep cut. Uh, <laughs> B classic films that you're going to be like, nah, I'm going to leave that to you. Well, the thing is, uh, we, we we're honest with each other too. I, yeah, I, we I are. can say, no, Jill, no, no chance. <laughs> Let me get. <laughs> so, um, okay, so I, I look back, and uh, so we we, I I took a break from podcasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, that was last year. Boy, <laughs> I know, right? Uh, but, I mean, I can't even keep track of the years anymore. It's like last year <laughs> feels like ten years ago. Twenty nineteen feels like God. I don't even know. <laughs> well, I'm looking now. Actually, it was my dad was on the show uh, on? Uh, oh, he's talking about COVID nineteen and movie theaters and um, on the twentieth of February. And by the mm-hmm. way, my dad continues to get everything right. So he's predicted predicted Delta to the T. So, um, mm-hmm. so not that I'm going to say I'm the authority, but if anybody wants to know, um, I will talk, tell them. And let's see, you <laughs> first, and we did two shows together. We did one earlier in the year. Yeah. And what's funny is we did, it was a release show. I, I forget which one it was, uh, but you didn't know any of the titles and, um, that can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were awesome. <laughs> you brought... <laughs> <laughs> I was and like, was so I much know fun. nothing. <laughs> you know nothing. Oh, here it was. It was um, uh, March twenty eighth, uh, June tw- June twenty twenty one announcements. I forget what the, which titles they were, but okay. uh, you but you had something for everything because you know the world of film. You know you even yeah. if you haven't seen that specific film, you know this, it's this is not new territory for you. Yeah. And then you came back. Uh, what did we talk about when you came back? Uh, oh, uh, Kane, 4K, 4K. That's right. God, how many times have we talked about Kane this year? Oh, my so God. So many times. That was July 24th. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was right before my birthday and vacation. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. 4K rumors. That was when we um mm-hmm. got into that. So you see how this show works, Jill, is mm-hmm. we just speculate about shit and it comes true. Um, yeah. And then a couple weeks later, I'm I'm on the show. Yeah, yeah, and I, I did did the episode with Brad on Marlon yeah. Riggs, which um, and I, I he and I had a sidebar. He he heard the best of episode, and he really appreciated what I had to say about that. Um, but I was really proud of Brad for, you know, being him, him, himself mm-hmm. and and uh, taking that deep dive, and also being respectful of what we don't know about um, Marlon Riggs's experience. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I was talking to you, and I was like, hey, how about it? What what you got going? And all of a sudden, and you know. I was like full 100%, well, I guess not 100%, 50% co-host. Um, and, <laughs> of course, I had already had stuff planned, and we had some fantastic guests. And I think yeah. I'd l- lined up all of them, and then you're going to see some stuff in 2022 that Jill's been involved with. Um, so, yeah. yeah, good things are coming. So uh, Yeah, um, I'm, I'm really excited to start the new year and to you know kind of plan things out with you and – and, you know, we're going to have, hopefully, have some really awesome guests. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. We are going to have some awesome guests, uh, definitely. But reflecting back, um, you know, I, do you have a, a favorite episode that we've done? Uh, I think we had a lot of great guests, a, a lot um, of fun, well, and a lot of friends. Right, right off the bat. You know, all of them have been great. Uh, 
But I have to say the Imogen episode mm-hmm. uh, where we talked about noir was fascinating because I've long admired her. And so it was just really great to just you know, shoot the shit with her. And and yep. the same goes with Farron Nime. You know, Farron um, and I have been, you know, friends uh, on, you know, blogging friends uh for a long time and it was just a real joy to talk to her um just half you know we just it was it was just talking like talking shop you know and it's something that you would do sitting around a cocktail or a cup of coffee and mm-hmm. um i really it was just really relaxed and um they're just both ladies are so knowledgeable and that was just an honor to be able to have them on. Really enjoyed that. Yeah, they were great. And and it, what's funny is, like, this is a fun show to do. And and I've never yeah. we've never had a guest that did not have a good time. Seriously, like nobody has said, oh, that didn't work well. I mean, everybody. In fact, you you're already seeing this. Some people are, are mm-hmm. like, uh, how long is it going to take? And then when we get to that length, because we're having so much fun, that's right. Um, it's like forget about it. <laughs> we can keep going. Yeah. And and it's it's them. They 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 want to keep going. Um, right. Yeah. Imogen was was great, and 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 Farron, and just really good people too. And like mm-hmm. you know, I I watch their supplements. I listen to their commentaries. Read their their writing, their essays, books, and I know that they know their stuff and they're experts. But they're also human beings, and they can right. laugh. And but they're not right. going to laugh much during a commentary. And seeing another side of them uh, was yeah. really special. And I found out, yeah, got, got to know Imogen a little, little better and, um, and Farron as well. And, yeah, those are a couple of mine. Um, the one, though, I, I, that really caught me off guard, it's not that I had low expectations, but was the Deaf Crocodile episode. I was episode. about to say, I mean, yeah. come on. Was that not, I mean, that was, a that was an experience. It was, they were so great. Mm-hmm. And I could have... I mean, I'm telling you, Dennis had some stories. (laughs) I could sit there and listen to that guy Mm -hmm. for hours. So, you know, we've got to make a trip to L.A. happen, Aaron, where we meet up. Yeah, where we meet up with them and, you know, go to the Formosa or something or go to Musos and and just be like, all right, lay it on me. I want to hear all all the stories. It's going to happen, yeah. What's funny about that episode, so I think a lot of you, especially the patrons listen to unedited episodes, know how we record. We take breaks sometimes, um, and, and sometimes we have to. I mean, we I hydrate a lot, so the, the <laughs> very, very famous pee breaks have become an institution. Um, but with that episode, just because, like, I, I think they had – um, Craig had a hard stop. It was actually his birthday. So Craig yeah. had to leave early. Um, and then even after Craig left, uh, Dennis kept going. He stayed on because we finished the show. But, I mean, and I think we could have probably, I mean, we probably could have kept going for another two oh, hours. Yeah. Totally. Um, e- yeah, totally. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. We got to get them back uh, at some point. Um, yeah, yeah that, w- that was a blast. Um, so mm-hmm. I-, I think that was like this, the biggest surprise and the most fun, whereas I think yeah. Imogen and Farron were probably the most fulfilling and as far, mm-hmm. you know, as far as and relationship. And of course, all our, our friends, you know, Doug and Brad, mm-hmm. and then, you know, I introduced you to my good friend Drew Morton, and, and, you know, that was a lot of fun. And so it's just been really, you know, and of course, you know, even when it's just the two of us, you know, I, mm-hmm. I really yeah. en- I enjoy that. And you can kind of be a little more... 
relaxed, you know, um, if you're not, especially if you're, we don't have a higher profile guest on. Um, Mm -hmm. But even when we've had, you know, our, our friends that are, you know, in our, in our groups or, you know, personal friends, that's just an extension of you and I on this show. So having Brad or, um, or uh, Doug Doug or Drew, you know, I mean, we're, we're all, we all love and Mark, you know, that, that was a great show too. So I, you know, you asked me my favorites. All of them are my favorites. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, trying to, well, you only have one kid. And I, I have a zero, so um, uh, trying to pick your favorite uh, whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. But Jill, probably the, one of the biggest favors you did for me this year was introducing mm-hmm. me to Drew, which who I had contacted in the past, coincidentally. But we mm-hmm. are so, we have so much in common, and he posts yeah. a lot. Of, he, he's very prolific. He does. He is and, very prolific on Facebook. And I found out that yeah, we just have so much. I don't. I don't know if you see my comments on him, but um, I, I, I now I now get notifications when every time he posts. So my, yeah. I'm, it's been a horror to my Facebook feed. Sorry, true. Um, but the thing is, every time I click him, I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, is- he's great. Drew is Drew is so much fun. Um, I hope one of these days you get to meet him and yeah, and love you know he's he, yeah he's he's a he's a good good friend good guy and uh, and. He love he, you know, loves your highest brow uh, <laughs> yeah. film, and then he is like a champion for Freddie Got Fingered. I mean, it <laughs> yeah, is just yeah. like you mentioned that. Yeah, he he it just loves movies, and um, yeah, you know, and every once in a while, and Drew would be the first to admit this. Like he'll get some asshole that'll come after him and say, you know accuse him of being you know pretentious or or whatever and i'm like because he's a film professor right or media studies professor but you know he i mean he'll watch the john wick he loves the john wick movies (laughs) you know it's like he no he's not you know just because he is uh an academic and just because he uh, talks film theory or whatever, you know, like doesn't mean he doesn't love MacGruber or, you know, what, you know, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's such a ridiculous um, stereotype or, you know, preconceived notion. So yeah, Drew's great. And I'm so glad that, that um, you guys are connected. Um, I yeah, figured yeah, the yeah. two of you would get along really well, which reminds me, we should have Drew on the show again. This yeah, I was just thinking, year. yeah, because we, we did a horror episode and he was perfect for yeah. that. But, um, you know, I think yeah. just one of our, our, Loose, loosey goosey release episodes. Our middle oh, of the month yeah. friends. He, he, he would be, uh, well, we just he would dish. be great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. by the way, I know I know somebody else that likes MacGruber. So, <laughs> um, and and yeah, they they were all great. And Craig too, uh, talking about mm-hmm. um, the the crime fiction writing uh, right. aspect of oh, horror. Oh, that was um, wonderful. Yeah, Craig Craig was great. And um, yeah, I, I hope I haven't left anybody off. But yeah, it's it's really been a, a, a yeah, it's been a strong shows, and. You know, I, I kind of thought maybe we, as you mentioned, you don't really do resolutions, mm-hmm. but uh, prior to us coming on the show, we um, we were kind of talking about upcoming guests, and we have some good ones, Jill. We do. Um, some some very high profile guests coming. Mm-hmm. Um, some some that potentially very high profile. Um, I can't share um, that we're still working on one one high profile that has confirmed um, will be later this year. Maybe I can. We could just mention the topics. You think so, Jill? Yeah, why not? 
Um, let's see. Well, we're going to talk. We're going to talk to Citizen Kane at some point. Um, mm-hmm. I think probably February-ish. We've never talked about that, so it'd be really great to. <laughs> we'll just wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> just and that'll be the closing the, the Kane box. We are never talking about it. Citizen Kane again <laughs> after this episode. If anyone gonna, mentions it, they will be executed on the spot. We will erase it from our minds. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> uh, but and we'll dip into the box set, and uh, that'll be a that's a special special yeah. release so uh and we have a good guest lined up for that too so we um, do. M- more to come and then um we're gonna talk kung fu so this is gonna we be are. a jur- journey for us because how, what, what kung fu do you know jill jack shit <laughs> i know maybe just a little bit more jack, more than that um yeah yeah like i've seen some jackie chan bruce lee I just watched the Once Upon a Time in, a, in China series uh, mm-hmm. and just got the Shaw Brothers set, uh, King Who. So that's some, but but yeah, there's so much yeah, out there. But, but, but you, you're some. I'm, I'm none. <laughs> so we have some, some experts coming on uh, of the Kung Fu genre that are going to oh, be- Oh, wait, um, I know. The, I, I, you know, I owned the Crow soundtrack. Does that count? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just want, speaking of going lowbrow, I re- just rewatched uh, the Matrix, um, all all four with the new oh, release. Okay. So okay. yeah, and I enjoyed them. And there's that I know Kung Fu joke, um, which they they do bring that back in the the new movie. Okay. Um, as well. Right. And I okay. Could, actually, so I I've seen the I've seen those. I haven't seen the new one, but okay. Yeah. That's some yeah, Kung Fu. I'm, that there is Kung Fu. I, it's definitely influenced by the other stuff that I've seen. So yes. I could tell that, but um, yeah. Yes. And then let's see, uh, we, we might talk indicator. I don't know where we landed on that. I'd like to, I think we should. Yeah. Yeah. We're kind of digging into May West, man, Jill. <laughs> mm. Did you get I, the poster? Um, I have, with you. I have to check, uh, yeah, it would have. Okay. I think it came loose in the. Or I don't know if it was in the actual box, but it was for okay. people who pre-ordered it. Oh, I probably probably did then. I, I might not have looked at it. Yeah. Um, oh, it's glorious. It's got the. It basically has the the cover, but in the in like a lobby card, blown up kind of lobby card, hmm. and then on the back, um, it has uh, another like original lobby card. So I'm I'm probably gonna frame that uh the side with with may and her bosoms because <laughs> it's pretty great what's so great about that release is that you know indicator has those uh little uh i guess i don't know what you call <laughs> those the little um it's like lower a, half yeah, yeah it's kind of like a it reminds kinda. you of like a like the sleeve on your coffee you know yeah, that you get yeah. like at starbucks the little the little paper sleeve you yeah. pull that off, and you're in for a surprise. <laughs> Let me tell yeah. you. Yeah, uh, Breen would not have approved that cover. <laughs> no, you get down, and you just motorboat. I mean, right there, <laughs> get right in there. And then just yeah. looking at the list, I <laughs> sorry, potentially a, sorry another about label. That. Uh, no, no, that's a great aggression. <laughs> um, yeah, we're, we're going to talk some May West. Um, uh, and another label, maybe another uh, another podcaster of renown. Uh, so yeah, some some, some good names. Yeah, and then some other things for later in the year that um, I'm not ready to talk about yet. But I, I think you and I are aligned in this that we really like just interesting s- subjects. Yeah. So we have one that we're thinking maybe April May that um, is a subject we haven't explored, but it's so important for film that I, I can't mm-hmm. wait. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, maybe celebrate a, a film we love later in the year. So yeah, it's going to be a great year. 
Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about it. And you know, and and not necessarily we're not leaving uh uh talking about Criterion, of course, not. But like just, you know, exploring um themes or things that are, you know, just cinema related but obviously all of these things can tie back into our main main focus which is criterion but just kind of exploring these these different things which we we've done some this year with the noir episode and all that Mm -hmm. and so um it'll be really really exciting to uh to have some interesting guests on and talk about the one thing that we all have in common which is loving movies so loving movies Uh, (laughs) movies get older we stay the same age (laughs) all right all right all All right right. right. um well you know on that that note i'm I'm really glad that we brought uh, the it was your idea that's what you brought to the show Uh, one one of many things it was the beyond criterion segment yeah which um because yeah it's it's all interconnected and you know and in fact i i won't share the name but just yesterday Another label, uh, a well-known label, um, let it, let me know that uh, they love the show and they love what mm-hmm. we're doing um, to talk about physical media. And, and I guess technically you'd think this is a competing label with Criterion. So, um, so you wouldn't expect them to listen to our show. Right. But they were big fans. That's great. And, you know, I, the way I – and maybe I don't know if Criterion feels this way, but, you know, uh, they can't do all of it, you know, mm-hmm. and – and so I think that a lot of um, now I think you know Kino is definitely um, they're probably more straight up competitor with Criterion just because they're they're yeah. actually releasing 4K iterations of of uh, of some of the titles that are actively in the collection, but um, you know I think that these other labels, uh, smaller labels they're just filling in the gaps um, and they are kind of specializing in, in very um, specific areas. And so, um, and, but they do kind of all complement one another and um, yeah, I would think yeah. that Criterion wouldn't be totally opposed to, their existence um no no i think <laughs> I, I i know enough about criterion that you know they you know they, they've used some some of the same prints for like you know region b uh, you know mm-hmm. sometimes they collaborate with others right uh, of course everybody will have their opinions on on how that is and that's fine sure but, um sure but yeah and, and uh, there's cr- no criterion, doubt that criterion's the gold <laughs> standard and you know yeah, and yeah. just because of their uh attention to detail and it's more quality instead of quantity and so yeah you're not going to get 10 releases a month or whatever Mm -hmm. um but you know i'm glad they're not the only game in town because otherwise we'd be waiting (laughs) we'd be waiting forever to get things and so it's nice to to be able to show our our appreciation for these other labels that are doing they're doing great work yeah, yeah, and we'll be talking about them uh, next year, and that, I mm-hmm. expect that. Yeah, it's going to be a great year for for the show. Hopefully, the world. We'll, that's TBD, <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. Um, I, I really want to talk uh, beyond Criterion now. I'm, I'm really yeah. worked up because I, like, like I said, I've been swimming in movies. But um, why don't you go first? Yeah, I mean, there's been so much 
yeah, oh God, just so much goodness uh, mm-hmm. that's been coming out of Kino and Indicator and um, basically, I just want to, we've kind of talked about these before, but, you know, I just want to say that the Indicator Columbia Noir sets, um, I think they're done. Uh, I think what's mm. come out has come out. Um and they are just stunning. And I'm really, really happy with what they've they've put together there. I hope that they um, explore more collections like that and, and do, you know, maybe do another series of some sort. Um, the, you know, the John Ford, which actually I think came out the year before John Ford yeah. at Columbia. That's a great, you know. I just got that set. Um, That's a good one. Uh, yeah. And the the May West, um, which I still need to dive into. It's they're just gorgeous. They're they're beautifully put together, and mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see where they go now that they're um, going to be releasing in North America. Um, I'll be interested to see how that changes. Um, I have a feeling. I think I mentioned this before. I have a feeling that they'll. Um, Maybe they'll pick up some of the Twilight Time because um, they were, you know, they were um, releasing a lot of uh, what Twilight Time was releasing here, but, you know, over there. So maybe we'll see some reissues of um, titles that went out of print uh, with Twilight Time. Oh, that'd be Time. great. Um, yeah. So there's a few that I'm hoping that they'll they'll get. Um, but um and the Ida Lupino set that Kino put out is is great. But, you know, one thing that I will say is I am just really, really thrilled that Warner Archive um, is still going strong. Um, I say that with the caveat that they still obliterated <laughs> right. <laughs> the entire um, staff. Um, they did bring George Feltonstone back, um, which is great, but, you know, um, everyone else is not there. Um, but I am glad that they are still uh, issuing, they're still releases. They're not as often as they were um, last year, but um, it doesn't appear that they are going away. So that's great. Um, I, so as, bummed as I am that you know things have changed and we don't have the podcast with them anymore or um you know we're not getting like you know a huge release slate every month it's a little more sporadic Mm -hmm. Um, I am glad that they that they are still making these films available that they are still reissuing things on blu-ray um and will be it'll be interesting to see where they go in the coming year. So that's kind of what I wanted to shout out this time time around. It's, this totally feels like a clip show, and I'm loving it. You know, <laughs> yeah. So. And, and we've kind of talked about a lot of this stuff too. But with Warner, yeah, you can question some of their their the way they've handled things. Sure. But the thing is, they have the library. Their library that's is just right. fantastic. That's right. And these films need to come out. And yeah, some right. of the ones that have been announced lately. Um, pretty strong um yeah and 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 i will say as for and and this kind of goes into another tangent which we won't go down but i'll i'll mention it it looks like that um at&t offloading and merging or offloading to uh discovery is going to happen um 
I just saw this past week that the um, FCC did some study or basically said it was a it was okay. So mm. it's just a matter of time before that happens. And so I don't I don't know what that means. Um, it's not. I, it's, it's not a good it thing, be, it but it's good. not. No. Yeah, I mean, it's not a. It's not hard a, to know. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to know, but I just don't want AT and T to touch it anymore. Um, right, right. Because yeah. they've they've pretty much ruined it. So maybe um, something good will come out of this, but I'm kind of holding my breath. Um, but I will say that as botched of a job as AT and T has did with acquiring uh <laughs> warner um i will say that they were not stingy with their ip mm-hmm. so um yeah that's good so you know unlike another huge um media <laughs> conglomerate yeah that i won't mention yeah because um, i'm afraid they they'll also... like put a hit out on me or something <laughs> uh, and also warner um has licensed to criterion so uh, it's yes. not and I, I think yes. the, the films that they've licensed weren't the Criterion treatment um, that they're that they don't have the resources because they don't have right. the staff to really dedicate to that. So hopefully that'll mm-hmm. continue. Um, and you know maybe it, we'll get the doubles. You yeah. never know. Oh, that would be um, yeah. <laughs> if, or maybe if we'll happened, get like a, a you know, and you know Warner's did um, license out polyester um, because I yeah. Think yeah, they they have that, and so and they've been. I know that I follow um, Divine Divine's Estate, and right. you know, Divine's Estate they cannot use any images or anything from polyester or from hairspray because they're all uh, owned by Warner's. So, um, but I'm glad that they're they seem to be work you know at least working with someone to get those films out and things. So. You know they're not opposed to licensing that stuff out, which is good. Yeah, and, and boy, the Devils would be such a boon. And by Man, the way, I don't right? Know, uh, at some point, we need to have Lisi back. Uh, she's uh, Ken Russell's widow. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you'd enjoy talking to her. She's great. Oh she's, yeah, loves loves film. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think the chances of that were like slim to none uh, for the yeah. past <laughs> twenty years, thirty years. But you know, if, if but you John Waters know. keeps saying that polyester is going to come out, and you know, frankly. If you compare polyester and the devils, the devils is really not that bad. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm watching folk horror, which I'm about to talk about, and there's some stuff in here that that is like yeah. ten times worse than the devils. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't get it. Um, oh, okay, well, so we we always do an outline. We try to. So what I wrote is I have a gazillion box sets in my house right now, <laughs> and and I'm not lying here. So what's funny is you you mentioned uh, we were just kind of waiting for things, but that's literally what was happening this year. Like I haven't really bought a lot of non-criterion stuff in the last three mm-hmm. four months, um, purposely just because yeah, boring stuff. I had to do some house fix up stuff. Oh, identity theft that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, yeah. That was fun, but um. But I, I had already pre-ordered, like earlier this year, so many box sets that just happened to all come out at the same time. Mm-hmm. And with all the supply chain, some of them took a while. Uh, I just got the mm-hmm. Shaw Brothers set yesterday, or, or two days ago, and, mm-hmm. um, and they have the full core. Uh, and, but what I've, <laughs> what I've been doing, and I've, like I said, I've been swimming in the movies. And um, you know, it, it, when you're, when you're wa- actively watching a box set, it's really tough to like keep putting it back away and then yeah. pull it out and remember what disc you're at. 
So, yeah. I, so I have a bad habit. I, I have a, like a man cave movie room, bedroom, mm-hmm. and the floor is just box set beyond box set. And I have like the next disc I'm gonna watch. So like May West, I've watched the first two discs. The third disc is uh, is out there, and um, and I'm just looking. Uh, there's uh, the Columbia Noir number three is in there, mm-hmm. and then I opened another one yesterday, the Marx Brothers, because I just wanted to watch a funny film, and um, mm-hmm. and so that so there's like literally twenty box sets on the floor right I now. I love it. So so I have not haven't been watch, watching much Criterion, um, but I do want to talk about some. So you said you haven't seen the Mae West yet. I right? haven't dipped into it yet, no. Boy, you know, I had never, I don't think I had ever actually watched a Mae West film from beginning really? to end. Really? Well, wow. yeah, I, I guess. But the thing is, I felt like I had, you know, I mean, yeah. my parents showed me some that are some on cable. Yeah, mm-hmm. she, she was everywhere. And she has, we share a last name. She might be my my 13th aunt. All I know. <laughs> But I was not prepared um, for now. Here's what's interesting. So I watched uh, the first two discs. So um, has her first three movies, and mm-hmm. that and really she done me wrong, and I'm an angel are, are really her high points. Mm-hmm. And I watched the commentary for um, uh, I'm No Angel, mm-hmm. and um, which was Farron, by the way, great commentary, mm-hmm. Farron. And what's interesting is she said that Mae West was mo- more pop. Uh, popular with women than men at the time. And mm-hmm. I think it was because she had that agency and she had that confidence yeah. and, um, and, and, you know, she had the, what's, what's the word? Um, I'm thinking balls, but female, <laughs> the, the gall. Well, yeah. She just was, she was, um, she spoke about her sexuality, which was Openly. absolutely just taboo, yeah. you know, for, for any woman to, admit that and to mm-hmm. admit it just with no you know you certainly wouldn't talk about it and you certainly wouldn't talk about it if you weren't married and so you know i mean she she was like arrested for like uh public indecency in her stage shows for what she for the subject matter yeah. you know who were hassled by the police and so you know she just was she's such an icon I mean, she just was, it was unbelievable what she was doing. And it's incredible that she was able to, because it was basically a vaudeville show brought to Hollywood. And Mm -hmm. she, just what she, the way she dressed, the way she spoke, you know, she was just a gutsy woman and knew what she wanted and she said it. She and I don't know. Did. I don't yeah. know if there. I really don't think there's anyone who compares to her. No, at all. I, I don't think ever. I mean, I think from no writing her own lines and the delivery of those lines and and just like her her shimmer, her shimmy, the, the way she, her mm-hmm. swagger, the way she walks, yeah. even. You know, it's and all, if I'm not it, mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I think for her movies they would make her basically two dresses there would Mm. be uh the same dress there would be the dress that she was standing in Mm -hmm. and then the dress she was sitting in so it was like they were at maximum fitted you know they were fitted for the movement that she was going to be doing interesting so you know um i'm 
and I don't know if that was all of her films, but it was like they were essentially sewn on her. And so she mm-hmm. would be, you know, in this, you know, very skin tight gown while she was standing. And then they would, you know, change it for, for seated positions or whatever. But I mean, just nothing. Yeah. You, there's nothing to, she's just, she, she's, she's the best. Yeah. And she's frankly, the best. I think the, the courtroom scene in uh, I'm No Angel, uh, just that entire sequence, which is probably yeah. like the last 20 minutes of the movie. I mean, it's just her, uh, just, just, yeah, destroying. <laughs> she is yeah. so fascinating. And I love it. The only, the only thing, so after, I, I, I lied, I said there were three films, there are actually four films. So the fourth film, I, I forget the, the t- title off, off the top of my head, um, that was her first code film, uh, post-code uh, film. Yeah. And, and, and it was very, very, I mean, she, she gets some, some of, of herself in there and these, it's more innuendo rather than yeah. overt. Like she doesn't say, come upstairs and see me sometime, which is, you know, you, you know what she's, what she means by that. But, um, right. so I'm kind of worried that like the rest of the set will be interesting, but kind of diminishing returns just because I, I think the code really did, did her in. Yeah. Was so, it, um, Bell of the nineties? It, that it was, it was still, it was yeah. still okay, it, but it yeah. wasn't as, I think that the prior I mean, they two, definitely, they definitely, um, they don't have that. They're not on. They're not smoking. Okay, mm-hmm. but I do love my little chickadee. Um, okay, uh, which is the one. Uh, one of the ones she did with um, Fields. Okay, and yeah, there's um, some some other uh, good talent on the rest of the set too. So uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, of course, I'll keep watching them, but um, probably expectations a little lower. Um, I will tell you that you should at some point. Um, watch Myra Breckenridge and Sextet, which are not in this set. They are oh, okay. the ones she made in the seventies. Oh, they okay. are like oh, I love that. You know, very much camp. Like they're just out. They are insane. Just mm. they're not good movies. I'll just <laughs> say that they're not. They're not good. But they are just. But wa- worth watching. You've got to watch them. Yeah, got it. Okay. And then the other one, and, and it's, this is where, uh, you know, I, I said that there will be some some films that probably you'll have no, very little interest in. Yeah. Um, I think some of the some of the the what has in, immediately become my favorite set of the year, uh, of everything I've seen is the full horror set from Severin. So, mm-hmm. which I think maybe there's a couple titles you would have some interest in, because mm-hmm. I know you're not really a horror person, but they're really not that scary. Uh, like mm-hmm. like Witch Hammer, for example, is more. Um, I don't know if you like the Czech New Wave. Have you seen much from the Czech New Wave? Not a lot, but, no. Okay, but if if you like those, um, it's it's more in line with that rather than mm-hmm. like um, like like any of the other like the Wicker Man or something, right? Um, but and it's really good, actually. I, I, it's actually Criterion worthy. I I, I was kind of surprised by how much I love that movie, and it's it's really about witch trials and uh, mm-hmm. and they, but it was witch trials. And they were filming it during the Soviet occupation, but it was really an allegory for the mock trials that were going on. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's crazy that the Czech uh, or the Soviet, you know, didn't really notice that they're taking the piss out of them. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it's very effective. But yeah, it's great. And I, I finished the fourth set or the fourth disc, and that was the first Soviet um, Soviet horror movie ever um, called Vi V I Y, uh-huh. and that. 
that was something. Um, and then there's this Serbian movie that it's a TV movie with vampires and butterflies, and it is crazy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm learning about folk horror. The documentary is amazing, by the way. That's the first disc. And it, it seems like folk horror is kind of like French New Wave, where like you, you coin a phrase after the fact, and then you start just retrofitting all these films into it. Uh, mm-hmm. Because like House counts as folk horror. Um, right. Children, Children of the Corn, stuff like that. Pet Cemetery. Right. Um, but it's, um, it's really um, become popular now. And, uh, and yeah. And so, yeah, the, the Serbian movie is crazy but the thing is it's it was a tv movie and you can kind of tell the way it's filmed it's not i don't know if it was shot on video or 16 but mm-hmm. it's you know it's not very crystal clear but my first thought was wait a minute this is a tv movie and it's crazy and it's grotesque why would they show this on tv <laughs> what tv stations is going to show this so um I, it was yugoslavia at the time i don't know uh how 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 much uh how graphic they could get on TV, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was something. And so that's four discs out of like twenty something. So I'm, it's gonna be a, a gift. Um, so any interest? Mm. <laughs> See, yeah. Then uh, you talk about folklore. Uh, is that Cartoon Saloon Irish Folklore Trilogy box set, which I got uh, got my uh, Ellie for Christmas. Now that's a folklore set I could get into. Okay. Okay. Not well, folklore, maybe, but folklore. Maybe so, we'll compare notes and see if there's overlap. <laughs> you know, there could be. No, um, no, I just, I, um, yeah, probably not. Yeah. But, well, but a, I could, but I could be, I could be swayed. Maybe. Mm-hmm. There will be the some right American, situation. American movies. And, um, yeah, if there's anything interesting, um, I think you might find them funny when, when um, <laughs> uh, there, there could be some like house like uh, type of films in here. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Not sure. I, you know, maybe sure. if it's something like really bonkers, I can get down with that. You know, um, yeah. But my, yeah, so my we'll threshold see. is really is really really almost non-existent. Right. right. Kind of like what we were talking about before escapism. You know. Yeah, um, yeah, and that's fine. That's you. Um, okay, well, <laughs> I don't. I almost forgot about this, but one project we're we've been working on uh, since we've had some time is uh, putting together. Well, I think I was. I think I started it. Sorry. <laughs> um, so it's so okay. I'm 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 49 years old, and I've never and I've always intentionally not put together a, a top all time film list because mm-hmm. I just thought that I hadn't seen enough films and so what what gives me the right to, to say you know what's a favorite if I haven't seen like like um, Sunrise or something I, I've seen Sunrise mm-hmm. I'm just making an, uh, using an example but then I looked at my letterbox and I um, I've seen like 6600 films mm-hmm. and uh, and some of them are like shorts or documentaries or uh, whatever but you know, it's it's enough, and I, I've seen like you know ninety percent of the side of sound, uh, all of the AFI. You know, I think a lot of the best picture winners. Um, mm-hmm. I think I have like five more to see of those. So I've seen a lot. So I put together a best list, and um, it's one hundred twenty-five titles, and I feel pretty good about it. I think it's a pretty decent list. I'm sure it, it's my opinion, and when people see it, they'll say, "Okay, this is Aaron. This is, you know." This is they. We know me. Um, mm-hmm. So like, sun, sunrise is number thirty-eight. 
Dazed and Confused is number 37. So, uh, mm-hmm. And I think I can give away my top four because they're on my letterbox. Um, Come and See, Persona, Rules of the Game, and Touch of Evil. Uh, but there's a lot of international film, a lot of French film, uh, just some Japanese film. What I'm actually disappointed is I could not find, and there, there's, I think there's a couple black filmmakers, um, and there's a couple Spike films on there. I don't know that there's many female filmmakers. Uh, there's some Varga or Varga, Varda on there. Um, so I, but that's that's the thing is it's mostly been a male-dominated in, industry and. So there, that's one thing I think I can improve my on this mm-hmm. list. It'll be being active, but um, well, one I, thing you could do, and something that I could tr- try to strive for too, is you know, um, do the um, the challenge. That's the uh, fifty-two um, um, female uh, sh- female you know w- uh, women filmmakers, where you're mm-hmm. you're making a commitment to watch one a week. Um, and so, you know, that's something that I, you know, I know Mariah kind of, uh, kind of started that initiative, um, and, uh, something that I, you know, uh, I think everybody, uh, especially if you're keeping up with new releases, um, there's a lot of, uh, directed by women coming out. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's independent. And so distribution, um, and when I say independent, I'm not talking about like, you know, uh, quote iPhone. independent where it's you know a24 or something i'm talking right, about right. like struggling for distribution um so you know but there's a lot there's a lot of uh, female filmmakers out there that are are making movies and so maybe um our listeners want to take that challenge where they're seeking out and there's actually a lot of women filmmakers in like horror a lot of genre mm-hmm. of oh, yeah. women filmmakers. Yeah. So, you know, I know a lot of our listeners are into that. And so uh, maybe some might be interested in in seeking that out to kind of uh, broaden broaden who they're watching. Yeah, you know, I, I haven't actually done that challenge, but I'm pretty sure that I've seen 52 movies by women last year. Um, mm-hmm. And like, you know, a lot of the award season, which I try to kind of keep up with, you know, it's hard, especially this year. But like you know, um, looks like Power of the Dog is probably going to be a contender mm-hmm. at the Oscars. It's an amazing movie. Yeah. Uh, highly re- recommend it. And uh, Campion is a legend. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's on I, my list. I need to see it. Power of the Dog. Uh, when I rewatch it, it's rumored to come out on Criterion. So th- that could be a contender of a new film yeah. to to to, to my list. But I'm, again, I don't want to tokenize. You know, it's it's the world's got to speak for itself. Although right. that one that one's got a pretty good shot. Um, so what about your list, Jill? I, I know you're you're doing hundred, right? Um, yeah, but it may end up being over that. I'm still working on it, um, and right now it's things are going to probably come off. And this has just been kind of a and there's no order to it. It's just been kind of stream of consciousness. But hopefully we'll get it done in the next day or two. But you know, mine is you know heavy on classic Hollywood. Um, you know, the obvious ones are on here that everyone has heard me talk about a million times. Best years of our lives. <laughs> um, the Jerk, Waiting for Guffman, Ron, uh, Matter of Life and Death. Um, but, you know, I've got some really 
you know, uh, ones on here that if you didn't know me very well, you might be kind of surprised. I've got the secret mm -hmm. of Nim on here. Um, you know, um, trying to see the odd couple. Um, and, uh, what about our, what about our guilty pleasures? <laughs> should we, should <laughs> yeah, we mention those? So yeah, absolutely. You know, <laughs> 1997 was a great year for <laughs> volcano movies. And uh, so I am, I unabashedly love Dante's Peak. I think it is fantastic. Um, it is seriously a love language between my husband and me. It is so important to us. We even have t-shirts with um, matching t-shirts with Pierce Brosnan's character from Dante's Peak, with artwork uh, made by uh, my good friend Kate Gabrielle. Mm. And, um, yeah, I, I mean, it was funny. Is I was wearing that shirt, and a friend of ours was like, is that Pierce Brosnan from Dante's Peak on your shirt? I'm like, yes, it is. <laughs> um, but, no, it, and, and that's the thing, and I want to say this, uh, and our listeners are great, but there tends to be a trend on any time this is why i'm so hesitant to do lists because somebody always yeah. always comes out and says how could you leave mm -hmm. x title off this or like you're stupid because you like this movie or like how dare like some you know insert criticism and the thing about about it is is we i'm all for like a lively debate especially if we're talking you know if sight and sound comes out with a new list you know i, I remember when vertigo topped susan kane it was like yeah i mean you would have thought they had like murdered babies <laughs> i mean it was just it was a nightmare and film twitter wasn't even what it is now. So I could only imagine how insufferable um, that would have been. But, you know, the thing about this is I'm, it's not the best movies ever made. Right. It's not the, you know, it's not the, they're not all the finest examples of cinema technique. Mm -hmm. These are. Their favorites. Yeah. They're ones I love. And, um, you know, and that list evolves, but these are movies I love. And some of the movies I love are also really great movies. They're, they're mm -hmm. exceptional examples of cinema, of, of cinema. Um, and some of them are really fucking stupid. <laughs> and I, and so, and, and if, and I would say to our listeners that, um, your lists should have stupid movies on them too, because you all, because we all, we all have that guilty pleasure. That's not so guilty. Yeah. And so I encourage people. Yeah. I will never forget that when Mariah did her a year with women project several years ago, she sent out a poll asking people what their favorite films were directed by women. And she got all these people that were like, Replying to her with like these real like the answers you expect, you know, uh, Varda. Varda's right. great. Yeah. Okay. But like, yeah, she like that. knew that people weren't telling the truth. 
because they didn't want to say Amy Heckerling. They didn't want to mm. say Clueless was their favorite, or they didn't want to say... Oh, that's a fun move. Yeah. Exactly. And so she was like, quit telling me what you think is, you know, prestigious, or quit telling, you know... Like, tell me what you love. And if it's something that's perceived as lowbrow, okay. That's what I want to know what you love. And not what you, th- what you think people think are, is the best film. So, so, you know, I hope that our listeners, you know, this has actually been a really fun exercise for me mm-hmm. to kind of sit down and, and rethink about the movies that I, what I, I love and ones that I have memories attached to. And so, and some of them are just, you know, movies that I, I mean, I've got, what about Bob on here, <laughs> you know, um, I and I, you know, and I have my reasons for that. And so I hope that, you know, some of you, if you make your lists that you have, you know, Bergman on here, and then you've got like, you know, the Farrelly brothers. I mean, <laughs> you know, like, you know, so. Well, my guilty pleasure is MacGruber. And um, so I do yeah. have Bergman and I have MacGruber. And I. I right. Gruber, 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 is my, that's, that's my yeah. That's that's my when I want to go to a happy place, and it's just it's yeah. so dumb, but it's so fun too. And uh, everybody yeah. has it. And uh, we did tease that we were going to do this in our community. And, and to your point, I don't, I don't think people will take a lot of shots at our list. Um, now, no. if we go outside, uh, if if it were posted on IndieWire or something, then yeah, it, it might go well, viral. Well, if we put this on tw- if we put this on Twitter, it, there's yeah. gonna there there will be someone who did not read, they did not see. This is my right. personal favorite, and then they will inevitably go, "I can't believe you did mm-hmm. this." It it'll happen, and if it does, I will eat them alive but um you know i yeah i think our little group that um they'll understand Mm -hmm. and you know i i uh i want i want to see what other people do with this i think it'd be kind of fun and feel free to i think people should post their own i think it's absolutely has been a fun exercise and one person actually had had some good commentary about this um you know the, the distinction between best and favorite and That's when right. I think of my, when I saw my list, now there are some highbrow movies on my list, um, some very highbrow, and and some I studied. So they so I, generally films I study uh, resonate more with me because I, I right. dig into them more. And I and you I, have I, a I connection to them. Have a connection. It's a personal connection. Um, right. But there are others that were just meaningful and affected me in a different way. So I probably have fewer. I don't have a Dante's Peak on here. Um, <laughs> But he asked, like, you know, how do you how do you just distinguish between best and favorite? Um, and right. first off, I'm I'm not one to say what the best movies are. You know, That's Sight right. and Sound does a pretty good job. You know, you can agree or disagree. Fuck, we're probably gonna have to talk about Kane again next year when they release their yeah. 2022. Um, uh, you know, yeah. AFI does fine. You know, there's no list that's definitive. Film is no is subjective uh, completely, and it's it all it's the engagement between the the director of the production crew and the viewer and so so that's fine um and what so, and what has been listed get you know as the best mm-hmm. you know um is what largely men have determined is canon right. and so right. and a lot of our film history was suppressed by white men and so sorry aaron and so, <laughs> and so we have all of these, these 
labels and all of these groups that are like, you know what? Um, actually, uh, D.W. Griffith is a piece of shit. And okay, yeah, that was he the example did, I was going to use. He yeah. did use some techniques, but uh, guess what? Um, there were other filmmakers who did it before he did, and mm-hmm. he has he has been you know the, the deified in in the film canon, and uh, that motherfucker uh, didn't originate much. Yeah. So there were plenty of women and black people who were doing just as or more revolutionary things with film and mm-hmm. th- they were not part of the canon and so now the fact that uh you know all these years after griffith is you know you know rotting in hell um <laughs> <laughs> you know we are now learning the truth and we are there has been some focus put on uh, those influential women and black people in cinema mm-hmm. who did not get a firm hold because of the assholes. So I, you know, so I, 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 I want everyone to kind of sit and when they think about what is the best, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not saying you ignore the films that are in the canon. I don't say that you, we, I am firmly against any form of censorship, but I do, I do beg of people to think about, well, you know, especially on those really controversial films, maybe we need to be rethinking, or maybe we say, you know what, those movies have had their time and maybe we need to be, reshaping what we consider the you know the foundation of cinema um you know i'm i'm sick and tired of hearing about gone with the wind being the greatest film of 1939 (laughs) or the great i mean it's oh you know i'm tired of it it's it's done you know um so give a damn Exactly. And so, you know, it, it it is in no threat of, you know, being lost. It has had, you know, every couple of years, there's some super deluxe anniversary edition remaster. There is no question that that film is secure. And so, you know, I'm all for let's reevaluate some things. And so, and then there are the movies that are at the top that I firmly believe should remain at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, I, um, man, that was a tirade, but, but basically. It was a good one. I was, I was yeah. biting my tongue. Well, yeah. So I, but the, yeah. the elephant in the room really is Griffith and, and that's, that actually came out. And I don't know if you saw this conversation, but what I said is he popularized cross-cutting mm-hmm. and, and you know, mm-hmm. I, I was I was in an upper level film class where we watched Birth of a Nation, and I I do yeah. realize that it was an important film, but it'll never be on one of my lists. Um, no. Um, no. However, I did I did buy the Twilight Time edition of it because you know you can't ignore the past. Um, Absolutely. More, more interested in like the conversation about it. Now I'm probably sure. probably never going to watch it again. First off, it's kind of a slog, <laughs> just to be honest. Yeah. Um, it's not but, a great movie. It's 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 really not. I mean, it, 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 yeah, and it's vile. It's really yeah, vile. Oh, it's super vile. But like the battle scenes, and we talked about Raoul Walsh sure. uh, a couple weeks ago. He was part of that, and and actually, right. he, that that's where he kind of cut his teeth and, and got experience, and, and and he did a good job on 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 the, some of those Absolute, scenes. But, absolutely, absolutely. But, but, but they don't work <laughs> that, that well. No. 
but yeah, uh, it's not going to be on my list. So anyway, that was a good tirade. Uh, I th- think that's a good way to. Um... Yeah, <laughs> so, I want to. We want to see your list, so we really do, and yeah. I hope that we have some really good conversations mm-hmm. um, about. Because and I and I also want to see what weird shit that you yeah. love. You know, so yeah. so tell What's us what you yeah. yeah tell us what you really love, not what you think uh, we want to see. So if I if I if I tell you that I love Dante's Peak, I want I want you to hit me back with something that's <laughs> just as bad. Maybe we can play a, a guilty pleasure game or something. That would some be great. Thread, but, um, so, so a question for you, Jill. I, we yeah. shared a couple of the titles, but we we have a lot. And I, I was I was going to ask you if you thought we should, um, you know, I, I could just put this all in letterbox, or we could. But I, I would kind of like to add some commentary, just because I put a lot of work into yeah. this, and, and yeah. so I, I might make like I don't, but I also also don't want like it, the Buzzfeed click here, click here, click here. Sure. You know, so maybe I'll post like a ten at a time, and maybe some commentary about why I chose that would be films. that would be good yeah and and have, have some discussions and and I was thinking we'd do that in the Facebook group because I, I think it'll be that's a good forum for it um, I know yeah I know the people there will be uh will behave um but I was actually thinking because you're so vocal on Twitter that I, could, I was going to ask if you would want to make a Twitter thread but that, that could I go, can do that that could go awry so I don't know if you feel comfortable no I, I could do it and you know I I know some friends that like turn off comments or whatever I you know, I've not done that. Right. Um, but, you know, I think I, I might do a thread and with some rules mm-hmm. before I get started. And if anybody, you know, breaks the rules, they're banished from yeah, my virtual <laughs> life. So, you know, I might I might do that just to see what kind of conversations. I mean, I've done I've done thing done threads before that have gone kind oh, of viral <laughs> within yes. within. <laughs> you know, I did like a top five film noir that kind of got some traction a couple years ago. Um, so, you know, I think I could probably do it where, I mean, I did one one time where I said, you know, you can only have five Cary Grant films. No, mm. oh, that's so a So you better pick your five. And there were some people that got pissed off at yeah. me. There's um, some, some so, dumb you know, ones. Have you seen the, there's the top 10 films that define you? Yeah. So, yeah, it's yeah. gotten annoying. But um yeah. Yeah, I, I have I have full faith. Um after seeing some of the Twitter threads you've done and you're really good at them, but you can back that shit up. <laughs> so Yeah, so I I I, 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 I may do that in the new year is is yeah, te- yeah. is tease that out and yeah, do I'm, I'm a little a... bit of, you know, give each one a, a tweet, you know, a dedicate mm-hmm. why. Yeah. So I think that's that's a good approach. Um yeah. it'll take a while, but that's fine, you know. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Okay, well, uh, (laughs) right. Moving on from that. Um, So, okay, I don't really have any short takes, just as we mentioned. Uh, Oh, I did want to mention one thing. Um, Mm -hmm. So Studio Canal, their copy, their version of Mulholland Drive, I didn't realize this. It's a massive house, basically. Like, um, it's, yeah, it's a a massive package. And it went out of print. I I think it just came out and immediately went out of print. And so, and I was, and I I saw it. um, It was actually Tim Lego had posted uh, an image of it next to some other uh, Blu-rays, and and I was like, wow, that's a that's a big. And I I like big (laughs) packages. (laughs) I like big, (laughs) big boxes, big packages. Big Mm. boxes is what I mean. (laughs) Um, so, So I was like crap i missed out and i haven't been buying much as i mentioned but i went ahead and got it on ebay it's going to mm-hmm. be here in a day or two um so 
I think Mulholland Drive is going to be that movie where I'm just going to buy it all. You're going to have like every copy. Yeah, well, it's like me yeah. with Notorious. I'm going to yeah. like till the end of time buy every single uh, issue of that. So, by the way, only one hitch on my list. I don't know if you noticed that Notorious was close, but um, mm-hmm. I, I yeah, that's the I can't just make room for more hitch. I love hitch. Lo- love yeah most of his work, but yeah. Uh, none of it only one film and i don't know if you saw that film i'm looking um, i'll tell you it's strangers on a train yeah, yeah, yeah i just love that one um that's good yeah so anyway um that's that so we'll we'll have fun with that in the facebook group and um and you know a lot of people have asked where to find the facebook group i'll, I'll put a link to the in the show notes yeah. and um You'll be asked two questions. Just put your name, uh, your favorite film. You, you can put any film as long as it's Criterion, and um, and just it's name a film podcast. That's just because we want to filter out people that don't listen to podcasts. And um, That's so just right. put in. You can put on ours. It's fine. Criterion cast. Criterion now. Um, so yeah, we we don't really have short takes. So you want to just end with piece of flair, yeah. some happy things. Yeah, so what, happy what, things. So, you, you know, we, we were up in uh, Chattanooga visiting, you know, both my parents and Thomas's parents live up there. And so we were up there for, and for those you don't know, Chattanooga is about 90 minutes from Atlanta. And, and um, so it doesn't take too long, but we spent the week up there and uh, my mom wanted to show Sound of Music to Ellie. And uh, because when she was about Ellie's age... Uh, she saw it at the Brainerd Cinerama and her brother, who's um, about a year older than her, he would work at the Cinerama, like cleaning up after the shows and stuff. And they would pay him in movie tickets. So they got to see everything there. And um, it, you know, and this was like peak of Cinerama too. So, and uh, so, yeah, she saw it there. So she had very fond memories of it. And so she wanted to show it to Ellie. And uh, so it was uh, my parents have a, a um, subscription to Disney Plus. And so we watched it. And, you know, I hadn't seen it in a long time. And I'm not like a huge fan of the movie. But um, it was really cool uh, watching it with Ellie. We watched it over two nights. Oh, just nice. Because it's long. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it was, uh, and I love Julie Andrews. She's just, she mm. can do no wrong in my book. And so, um, and Ellie really loved it. It's like, it was the oh, perfect, great. she was kind of a res- little resistant to it. Um, but, uh, she, she really loved it. And I have to admit there were a couple moments that I, you know, cause it has been a long time since I've seen it, but there were a couple moments I got a little teary eyed and I just oh. kind of hated myself for that. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> chill. Why? Mm. But, um, it, 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 it was, it was great. And then, um, I didn't watch a lot of Christmas movies this year. I just, I feel like I was just barely keeping track with just living, but I did get in my annual of the shop around the corner. So, and I, I love, I love that movie so much. It is actually on my my favorites list as well. So, um, yeah, that's about damn, it. Damn it, I don't have any, any Lubitsch on my favorites oh, list. Oh man, I love Oof. Lubitsch so much. So this is where the the haters come out. So how can you? Yeah, this yeah, is I, when I, I shame you. I shame you for no <laughs> Lubitsch. 
I know. Lubitsch, and there's, please. There's, <laughs> there's 10, maybe 15 Lubitsches I love. And uh, yeah, and there's. And maybe this is you're going to have to extend this to like, you know, 150. Well, I mentioned 6,600 6, on Letterboxd. So maybe I'll just do my top 6,600. So that yeah. way everything's included. Yeah. Um, another guilty pleasure, which, which was actually pretty good. And I don't I don't really like when they do this. Uh, make mm-hmm. light remakes of classics. But You've Got Mail is not bad. Although it's weird. No, I do, I do like it. Have you seen In the Good Old Summertime? Because that no. that is a remake of Shop Around the Corner. And that's... Oh, um, okay. Uh, let me say that again Judy Garland and uh, Van uh, Johnson interesting no I haven't uh, it's good yeah yeah of course um, you've got mail to use AOL which so it's a little dated um, but, uh, but I, yeah. I like it. I think it's a sweet yeah. movie. And I, th- I think it actually gives, pays pretty good tribute to the original. Um, I think so. And and but it's distinct, distinctive enough because of the the digital. Um, that, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the the original is a classic. And um, yeah, yeah, love love me some Lubitsch. So okay, well mine, I, as I mentioned, I I had to get prescribed this drug called prednisone this week, which um, is basically a hell. Which <laughs> means it, you're strung out of your fucking mind. Yeah. Like, I can't picture what heroin addiction is like, <laughs> but this is, feels like it's a close back so suddenly. <laughs> there's a baby crawling on the wall. Yeah, yeah. And like, you, you, I really have to be selective about what I watch, and uh, I have to try mm. to find fun things for the bad times. Like, after you take a bad dose, you're basically just kind of worthless for four hours. Mm-hmm. Or a big dose, I should say. Um, and then, especially at night, too, because it keeps you up, it makes you hungry. Keeps you up, makes you, yeah. yeah, you're eating around the clock, yeah. It, it helps you. I mean, there's a reason for it, but yeah, I, I you don't want to see me right now. I, I'm going to have to drop the, the prednisone weight. But um, on the first, the first couple of days are really the worst. And mm-hmm. um, I had to start late, so um, so I, because I, I wanted to get my dose in. So I was up at like three in the morning um, with no, there's no chance of me sleeping. I don't even know how I, I fell asleep. But I, <laughs> I, I needed to watch something that was going to um, really engage me. And so HBO Max just recently put up a new documentary about um, Super Bob. It's called the Super Bob Einstein movie. I cannot wait to watch this. It's so, so good. Um, uh, do you like Albert Brooks? Oh, love. Love. Yeah. And uh, I watched Super Dave. And, oh, yeah. And I loved Bob Einstein on, on Curb. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Which actually just ended and had a great finale. Yeah, um, I'm, we're still catching up on it. So don't okay, spoil yeah, well, Oh, I won't. But it's it's good. Um so it was so actually I, I so even though prednisone is a very unpleasant experience this movie was so it's only 75 minutes and it mm-hmm. there's a lot of super dave um there's modern romances in there uh it, mm-hmm. it's really a standard talking heads documentary but it's because super bob or super dave is you know and all his characters and, and just his mannerisms it, it's just so joyful even though he was always serious <laughs> that was yeah. that was the thing he's just a genius yeah. and so I, I just loved it. And so I, I watched the movie, 75 minutes, and then I basically spent three hours strung out watching YouTube clips of Super <laughs> Dave Osborne. <laughs> and watch, and he was great on like the talk shows. Um, he was yeah, so yeah. funny. So I oh, highly yeah. recommend you watch that. Just a great experience. I, I almost like peed my pants a little like when you said <laughs> I was I spent the because I knew what you were gonna say I watched it and then I went to YouTube hell like <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> I was strung next, out. Next, next, <laughs> I've done that with Albert Brooks too. Albert Brooks has yeah. some, some great yeah. uh, comic moments, but and because I did the Albert Brooks episode with Becky earlier, uh, she was the first person I said, "I was like, you, you have no idea. <laughs> you got to get on this right away. It's so good." So, um, so yeah, that worked, and then I slept for like eleven hours. <laughs> <laughs> you went on a, you went on a, a Super Dave bender, and then yeah. you slept it off. Yeah, and then I watched a full core when I when I was off my bender. Yeah, you know, just <laughs> just yeah, came down. You're like, I'm gonna watch this. I love yeah, it. so so it's. I think we should wrap it up. It's been uh, you know a crappy year for movies, or not for movies. Actually, it's been a pretty good year for. It's new been a movies, great year though. for movies, but it's and been a crappier period. I'm glad you've been here. Um, yes, I appreciated having you, and um, and I look. I I think no matter what, 2022 is going to be better. Um, all things considered, I think the show is going to be better. I think uh, I think the world will be in a better place. So, yeah. let's be optimistic and um, absolutely pour one out for Betty White. <laughs> That's right. R.I.P. Betty White. I don't mean to laugh at your death. That was just was not expecting you to go. It, it's a little random, yeah. That's I love it. That's, yeah, yeah. Too, we too love soon, you, I Betty. Guess. We love we do. you. We do. Is Betty it too soon though? She lived a lo- she had a long life, a long yeah. life. So she, yeah, that's the thing. She had she was so vibrant though, and she yeah. The, her aging actually became a thing, you know, like right. Uh, people loved that that the, that about her and how funny she was. Right. About it. So right. All right. So well, yeah. Should we do the where to find us or? Yeah. Sure. Why not? You well, you know where to find me. <laughs> okay you know where to find me and i'll put the again the um oh somebody couldn't find the patreon so i'll, I'll put the patreon okay on the show put notes that too. out there and and you, yeah but you i'm out there you're out there we're out there <laughs> people know us yeah we're, we're we're people all right 